Hello, welcome back to another Muscle and Hustle podcast. I'm back in Bangor. Back to the oh, rain. The first city. The gallivanting kid has returned. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, not a bit of time. Not a bit of time. You don't have a bit like a tan. He's the palest man. You'd swear he's a milk ball. Uh, <laughs> how long were you away for? Uh, Wednesday to Tuesday. Oh gee, long a flight, seven and a half hours for that bit. Ah, well, you know, I like I like we short trips. You know, you get in, get out before you make a fool of yourself. That's my Yeah, well fuck. It's too short. As soon as I land in the country, that's me straight away. <laughs> no, it's a good it's a you know what? I could live there. Could you? Yeah, yeah. Could live there. The only problem is there's almost too many Irish now out there. Ah, oh, fuck me. Well there's a lot of Irish in Ireland and you're living here. No, but it's it's different when you're like when you start somewhere new somewhere fresh you don't want to be hit by when you're walking down the malls of emirates people shouting your name going well lad well lad and you're turning around going that can't be for me uh, and then you get chatting to boys and then you're like fuck we've been out here from just after we qualified out of st mary's and you're like yeah and then when you go out at night you're seeing people you're like i know that person from somewhere that's and, the that's the social circles though whenever you're running about like the places you were DJing and stuff in Dubai like that's where you're no this was the, like, but go- this was the mall of Emirates the biggest mall in the world I know well, no, mall, I was, yeah, 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 I was yeah. watching the penguins and some boy oh, ro- a boy from Derry City was roaring <laughs> across at me and I was I do at the start when you go well, it couldn't be for me because I'm halfway across the world here and then he yeah, comes you're, over. You're not a big fry either. GA like, shorts. We've we LA Lakers vest. And he's like, "Well, no." Oh, I think like, you out in holidays. He goes, "No, I've been living here for four years." See though, it shows you. But it is. It's uh It's you know what? You know, I will tell you one thing. The Irish community in Dubai are very good. They're very good to each other. Yeah, it's because you've got nothing else out there. It's very, very far abroad too. Like. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's, it's a lot easier than than than, uh, than Australia, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a place I could see myself living. But can't you know unless you go into some something like re- something like real estate or something? I don't think it's a place where you could retire rich as a DJ. You would. It is one of them places, in my opinion, that like you need a you need an online job. But, but I do believe, like you said, there. I think it's a. It's not that it's a. It is a bit of a bubble to an extent. If you get me. Yeah, yeah, it is. There is. But then like, the amount of, and I do believe the stories. The amount of kind of like, like good stories that I've heard from people like like local people like getting into real estate out there. Other people like getting uh, bigger teaching jobs. Boys getting private teaching jobs and girls getting private teaching jobs. Like yeah, I was chatting, I was chatting to a girl who she went out there as a nursery teacher, a primary teacher, and now she's got a private teaching job with a Russian family, and they're paying her between a quarter and half a million a year. Yeah, full time. You see, when you're that rich, and, you and you she's already she spent a lot of the summer in, I want to say Barbados. Mental. And like she, she's back now, and they they're doing you know because the winter months is a lot more easier in Dubai and the school starting. So because one of their kids is a bit older, so they're in like secondary school with the next two coming up. And she was just like, 
everybody told me not to go for this job because they said it was probably a scam and that she would be kidnapped and all. That's so typical though. Right? But, but she went it, the- but it was done. The interview was done by like, she never met the family until like interview four. Like it was done by a company. But yeah. we got chatting her and she was just like, like my boyfriend's out here now. And like, I just told him like, don't, he doesn't have to work. She's 24 years old. Yeah, it's a different world, but it's like, is that sustainable long term, or do you make you have to make your money and then leave that, don't you? Well, I think she had said that already. They're like the the people, like the guy, the Russian guy, has lined her up for the next person already, like a friend of the family. They have kids that are really young, and she's like, by the time more kids get to secondary, I I think you should go to them. Yeah, see, it's it's do you know what it is? There's money in anything, and I, I do believe in countries like that where there's so much wealth. Yeah, there's 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 money thrown in every direction. There's money. There's trust me. You see, whenever I've been out there as well, some of the opportunities you get, or some of the things when when you're sitting at tables or you bump into people, like you're not living in Dubai, for example, and making two pennies to rub together if you're like a businessman yeah. you're usually quite tuned in individual so there's something to, don't get me wrong there's something to learn from everyone even back home but from a, a like a, the things you get back home are probably a little bit different you will meet wealthy businessmen you will get yeah. bits and pieces but you'll get a lot of your values morals versus in places like that you'll tend to get connections you'll get ideas you'll get the right the well you're getting almost knowledge in a different yeah ideology I, like a wealth money sort of mindset yeah i came back well a bit a right bit of inspiration now to be honest it's a long time since i went on a trip and come back with like a real fire no did i come back absolutely drunk out yeah but i came back with a fire thinking right there's a lot of possibilities i can see why like friends of mine moved out to dubai a few years ago to run events i can see yeah. that they like three or four years ago five years ago when they went out there was gaps in the market there's less gaps now but there's still gaps there's a it's do you know what it is though as well you have to weigh up like as much as you make a lot more it's also a massively far higher cost of living like i know here is probably equating it yeah slowly, like i don't know if it's that much more it's de- i don't i think it could be on scale with dublin to be honest like I've, i know i've chatting a few ones about rent it definitely in terms of rent and stuff it wouldn't be far off a of capital like dublin to be honest but there's very few places in the fucking i dublin like no, dublin's just fucking crazy but dublin's turning into a small London. but the also gulf between good value in dubai to just things are extortionate value in dubai like there's 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 certain things that you like like for instance on sunday night we went out for a few beers a pint of peroni's 15 pound like on what planet is a pint of peroni 15 pound and yeah, here, no, here, here's, here's a belter right on on monday we were going to top golf and of course we, we had a, we had a decent week the week before so me and the, me and jordy were like be mad if we got a helicopter from our hotel <laughs> top golf so he priced it this is no joke and i i swear to god this is no joke the price for a helicopter now it's 90 seconds fl- flight on uber helicopter the price of the helicopter to bring us to top golf down by the marina was the same price as a round of drink on the sunday night and there and was did you get it then uh no we had to you had to book it like two hours advance uber helicopter uber helicopter i right? i've got I've still got thing. this i've still got the screenshot so it's an actual thing yeah oh yeah yeah we got them in new york before two jameson two magners a gin and tonic and a pound of peroni is the same as a helicopter journey. <laughs> now, 
that's absolutely mental. Fuel's cheapest chips out there, though. I remember we filled the la- filled the Lamborghini before, and it was yeah. like eighteen pound or something. Uh, but sure, things here are nuts. Like I was saying to you before we got on, I went uh, house viewing sort of for myself for looking at houses, and I got quoted right. And this is just give people a thing. So like this is just give people a realistic of how things go. Now I'm a bit different because I'm business mortgages, and I'm also on like I'm not my first time buyer, so yeah. I do get a slightly higher rate. Yeah. But do you get do you get all your mortgages from the same place? Yeah, I get it from the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah every yeah. single time. Because uh, he sorts me out then. And he's a lovely person, so he does. Do you know what I mean? It's one of them things too, where it's different because most mortgage advisors don't get repeat customers as no. often as me. Like Joe, you, know, no. you get maybe see two mortgages in a lifetime for most people, max if even. Uh, you versus get fucking three I'm a month. Yeah, whereas I'm in fucking melting his fucking brain. But uh, I can imagine. I was looking at a house. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I, I would never buy something of this price uh, for renting normally. But I was just like, Do you know what? I was like, I quite like that house, and I was like, might just get that, and I'll rent it out. And you know, if in five, two years time, next year or whatever fucking time comes that I want to live in a house, that would actually that would that would be fine. So it was just a three bedroom normal house. It was up for one hundred and seventy five thousand, right? Yeah. If you were to put down a 30 grand deposit or say 20% deposit, so your mortgage is say 140, 150 grand, guess how much the monthlies were coming on it? 800. Oh, why so big? The rate is fucking massive. I would what's say. That, what's the interest rate at the minute? Uh, the interest rate's that's up there with the highest it's ever been of all time. So like 8.9 or something? It's fucking, I don't know what it is. I, think, I thought it was around sixes. Uh, my head's fucking pickled. I think that was about a seven uh, or six. Now that's me for a company, so I reckon like a normal person, first time buyer, you're talking seven hundred pound. Like we're talking here for a three bedroom, and this is not like I'm, I'm not saying she, this is a normal house with so one bathroom, one sitting room, one kitchen. It's not a big house, yeah. and I then looked at a bigger house uh, to see what the difference was. So I valued up a four bedroom, big big house. We're talking here two hundred sixty thousand. So this gives people a real idea of where we're sitting. Two hundred sixty thousand, right? We're talking a, a, just a big deposit. We're talking a 20% deposit, okay? Yep. Monthly's 1150 Fucking hell. For 25 years with a 20% deposit. That's not even 10. Like, we're talking here, like, that, like, and it, do you know what the funny thing is? Though? You wouldn't if want you a bad were, monthly. <laughs> if you, yeah, do you know what the mad thing is, though? For people that are renewing their houses now in the next year, six to 12 months, like, yeah. There, like if you had a mortgage and it was four fifty, like you're probably talking it's going to be like five seven five six hundred pounds. The Joe, like it's going to be up at least a hundred pound, like at least. Uh, if you were in that in that, say the neighbouring house that, and you had a mortgage of two hundred grand, and you were paying eight hundred pound, you could be paying a thousand or a thousand and fifty pound a month, like a thousand pound. Like just I don't know if it's a good. It's not the best time to be buying houses at the minute, is it? No, 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 definitely not. It's not um, the best time to be buying or renting or anything. The only way that you would actually make sense to ban houses, and that's the only reason I was looking at them, is if you're a cheeky wee cunt and you're going to start lowballing people because you think you can get it, you think somebody's going to squirm. So this is where, for example, see that house up the top, of my, the house that I was looking at, it's not far from where I live, and it's been up for three or four months. Yeah. And I was like, Joe, you know I'll just view it and see how much I can get it for. Because then if you can you can deal with the mortgage payments and you rent it out and you just by cover it, you can always remortgage it or resell it for a higher profit when the market picks back up. Or Joe, you can you can, you've got a house cheaper, so you'll make money on it in the long run. But we're talking here, that house has sat up there for ages. 
and this is how you know because there's certain houses where like I went to view that bigger house and there was already 260 asking price on it so I was like that's fucking nuts in the yeah. market it is now whereas that other one sat there for three months say sitting around 160 170 like you could throw 145 on that and nine times out of ten the person will turn around and tell you go fuck yourself yeah and the tenth time you get somebody who's not happy with paying the mortgage increases and wants to just cash out and goes fuck it just give me 140 join oh, or they're they're waiting for that house to sell so they can get their other house bingo exactly you don't know what position where people are in so that's why i do a wee bit of gaunt and how i knew uh, for example is i actually got a phone call from the real estate agent being like well three days later being like well any thoughts wanting to bid in it or anything and i just turned around and was like you're fucking ringing me like uh, i haven't had that in i've no, never had that no i was like that they, speaks they haven't so had i was to like do fuck out do you know what i might lowball this house but the thing is for anybody that's looking at them i just don't think it is it, it's shit though but the thing is like that market's probably not going to recalibrate i'd say honestly mickey for fucking 18 18 months two years yeah i i had a meeting more maybe i had a meeting on wednesday with a guy um but of a bit we're trying something we're trying something a couple of boys coming together we're gonna we're trying something so we got given a guy's number who'd done a real good talk for industry people and the talk was all about the recession and you no know, people are saying like all businesses are in real trouble at the minute and the guy was like, well, that's technically not true because less businesses in the last two years have went bankrupt in Northern Ireland than at any other stage. He goes, people, believe it or not, and then the question was posed to him, are we in a recession? Are we going in a recession? He goes, well, technically, yeah, we are. But he says, here's the problem, and here's, here's the difference between this recession and last recession. There's 18 billion more money in people's bank accounts this time compared to the last recession because over lockdowns a lot of people came out of lockdown very wealthy because they were doing two jobs and they were getting furloughed and maybe having a side hustle a lot of time that side hustle has never been declared so he was he was like there's a lot more money and people have realized how to save now and they've stockpiled cash so he goes yeah like there's a lot of business that are going to go out of business it's just he works for a company that actually was it insolvency companies and he's like, we have a list to take companies, uh, you know, off, off the, off the, off the, off the radar. But he said that like, there's no difference now than pre-COVID, pre-lockdowns. He's like, it's just, it's you know, the media don't tell you the good stuff because the good stuff doesn't sell. But we had a meeting with him because we're we're interested in in kind of starting out on the on a on the road to maybe opening a bar on her own and just wanted his view in it because everybody else is saying do not do not do not and he's like nah now's the time like now's the time to strike in his opinion because he goes really? when the good times come back he goes nobody's gonna sell up yeah uh, it's hard to call because for example like you could turn around right now if you're looking at houses it's all doom gloom and you'd be like oh i'll wait till the mortgage rates recalculate but then you imagine the amount of people that are going to be bidding on the same house as you then Wild. in three years time like Wild. people have waited you know so i honestly am i'm very much of the mindset that there is opportunity in everything and if you look at a house price from like i've said this multiple times you look at the very first house i bought my mom and dad sold it in 1999 for forty six thousand. i bought the same house back exactly Says so seventeen years later, yeah, for for a hundred grand in the head, so it's double. Like houses don't go down in price over the the decades and the time. That's how wealth is built. It's built in assets. But 
you 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 look at that where people are like waiting for the perfect time to, to jump into houses or this or that. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, there's maybe slightly better times if you can time it, but by the time you wait two years to take on a mortgage, like, yeah, like, but that's fine. But then all of a sudden, you know, it could be another recession, it could be anything happening. But it's one of the things where, as you said, there, I don't believe there's a right time. And I do believe that people look at it like there's a thing. This is the exact reason whereas whenever I saw I've seen wee bits and pieces like this happening. Why, like my, if you look at like where where am I pushing all my following now? Am I pushing them to my high price, like my high ticket coaching, or are they all getting pushed towards a lower priced app, which isn't going to be any stress in them? Where only Joe, fans? This, do you know what I mean? What only fans? Well, only fans. Yeah, cheap subscription, but feet finder. Feet finder. <laughs> oh, That's what you should have called your app. Only gains and and took the only from only fans and then the gains. Not a mission. Not and then a, a picture of you in the budgie smugglers. Oh my god! No, I, the fuck me. The Q and A is like the man I already get writing to me about shit like that. It's not worth fucking ramping them up. Uh, I'm not even joking because like it's one of the things where they'll message and it'll be about the app and then I'll reply and then all of a sudden it's like a, an aubergine getting sent to me and I'm like, this is not what I replied for. Like, and it's just and then you replied for a couple of hours and then all of a sudden you're there in my house in my room and i don't know what's <laughs> happened <laughs> but next thing you know you're drinking gin you're on a date <laughs> i love the way you pick gin like out of every drink you pick because that's the cleanest one lowest calorie for you yeah true 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 <laughs> uh i don't know what do you what do you drink uh anything depend on my mood uh, if, no it depends on my mood if, if if you're on a date say you take a cocktail a lady friend what? I love a cocktail. Yeah, right. What what sort of cocktail though? Um, depending on where it is. If I trust them, I'll try a mojito anyway. Definitely. Right. Um, maybe a whiskey sour. I don't right. Whiskey sour is a good one too. I love mojitos, whiskey sour, and maybe depending on if I had like if, if I had pre drink somewhere, it could be a Jameson and ginger. If it's a place that's got good Guinness, it'll be a stout. It just all depends. It, de- it depends on the. On the occasion, you uh, see, do you know what annoys me about cocktails? Like, I love them, right? I think they're so nice, but the ones I like don't yeah, the come girls like ones. Did ma- what? So she, you have to leave that at the door. I'll drink a porn star martini, not a problem. That's, I'll mince about I mean. in that no, glass. But no, this it's not about the, the glass. It's about the size of it. What annoys me is oh, two gulps I, is gone. Yeah, I like like a, like the cocktails. I like like I'll say them to you. Porn star martini, so nice. Espresso martini, oh, so class. nice. And the problem is, though, one drink and you're loaded and it's gone. So, like, that's more so the thing. I would like maybe, like, a, do you know, like, the way you get, like, a, sounds all good. Like, I'd like my espresso martini in, like, an espresso, like, not an espresso cup, do you know, like, a small Americano cup. So, you want your espresso martini cocktail in, no, a, in not a, cup? a cup? I mean, like, a glass. A glass, like a latte glass. Yeah, something like Or a like flat that. white Would glass. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that. No, I don't. Do, I right? don't mind the glassware. Like, I will happily walk around with a like a martini, a porn no, star martini, and have the wee shot of a prosecco ready to just pop her in, just walk about. I don't care. Like, I, I see at that point of the night, you just you know you just you know you know you're you're going to be spending money. So yeah, but that's it's uh, yeah no, but it's because you're sipping. Well, for- it's a sipping drink. That's why it's it's built like that. Whereas like yeah, a, but it's like a, a an old fashioned is a sip and drink as well, but it's very coarse. I have no problem with the, the price or the way it's shaped. It's just the volume. Could you give me like three of them in one? So glass? you need a jug. You need back yeah, half yeah, a yeah, Maybe that's what I need to do. But yeah, I don't know how we want to topic. I don't. Know. I, 
Yeah, I don't know what I would drink, mate. I, I, I'm a bit mix and match. It just depends what I feel at the moment. But yeah, well, that's the same. It's the same as me. Like, it's. Do you like wine? No, nah, I'd love to like wine. I love red and white wine. I can't. Well, red's definitely out the door. Um, I could. I can do a couple of glasses of white wine until my stomach acid gets bad. White wine in the sun's different gravy. Why do you not like red? Uh, it's just too too. I don't like. I t- I'm not even big into like red wine sauces. I don't oh, know. It's just. I mean, it's it's definitely a, it's like a dinner. It's like a dinner. Yeah. If you know you're not going at it, it's that that's the drink. Yeah. You're having like if you're drinking in the house, red wine's a good drink. Or if you're at a restaurant, no, if I'm in the house, I like a wee gin. Like, see, I'm not that sort of character. Like a wee gin, but no, not a. It's just a, a nice pour with a with a good bit of like tonic, a big elderflower tonic or something on it. Yeah, this doesn't really lead on to our our topic, but we were supposed to talk about overwhelm. So. <laughs> getting overwhelmed by the amount of drink choices in pubs <laughs> yeah so look we'll, we'll somebody wrote in what was the exact question it was it was just about how to de- how to deal with when you're feeling overwhelmed pretty much just like how, how do we deal with it and well actually you know what i'll get it up here again well i think because yeah, it was the second part of it it was an overwhelmed and being more present how to feel like i so this person that's lost in their head isn't it exactly like, yeah, so there's, there's they're feeling overwhelmed and then it's just like i i know the feeling that's happened to me loads you're, if you're overwhelmed and you're just you're in a zombie mode and like it's people are like oh it's, you know it's probably like we talked about you get overwhelmed and you get into funk as we said like a yeah. couple of podcasts ago like it's it, there, you know there's different levels to you know how you're feeling I think, uh, like, I always use this with anybody that's on with me, coaching or mentor or anything, and it's it's something that I think I've said before in this, it's the horse and the man story, you know, it's just one step at a time, like, it's like horse and the man's walking in a forest, the fog drops down, covers both their faces, the man starts to fucking shit himself, panic, yeah. freaks out, the horse is laughing, and the man goes, why are you laughing? And the horse goes, everything's okay, and the man goes, I can't see where I'm going like I can't see the end of the forest and yeah. the horse goes can you see your next step that's all that matters and I think uh, it's that's, just that's out of the the fox the horse the boy I don't have a fucking clue what it's out of I heard yeah. it in a Joe Rogan podcast and yeah it's out of a book it, I have the book it's it's just honestly what is your next step and that is it it's like for example like I have yeah. so much to do for this fucking app launch next Friday right yeah. and I had to make I, I had so many things going in my head I was like I need to do this I need to do that I need to just put them in order of what you can control what you can't control do what you can to fix the controllables in an actionable step like a process so like you know i can make this video i can do that now i can't guarantee that people even bat or anything so worrying about that and being overwhelmed with that is useless so i just need to focus on what actionable steps i can take getting caught and lost in your own thoughts is all just dead time it's all this just panic and stress and name one person that makes a good decision that is overwhelmed so getting caught in that like it's almost like getting caught in like a panic cycle like you panic you get overwhelmed then you try and make a decision but you you don't you don't actually spend time prioritizing tasks figuring out what you can control and what you can't and then you loop back to panic overwhelmed back to the shitty decision making and it's just like this everlasting loop of just shit yeah yeah no that's that's exactly what it is it's it's like the fight or flight kind of sets in and you you know there is there's certain individuals in the world who make good 
good choices under pressure. They're normally you can see like football managers are a bit like that. I think there's guys that they say say film directors are a lot like that, and that makes the the big difference. But most of the time when when people get under pressure, people start to panic. The first thing they do is they shut down, they shut off, they push people away. Whereas that's probably the worst thing that could ever happen. Um and no one that knowing that you're doing that because sometimes it takes you a while to actually realize that you've pushed some you've pushed something or someone away or you've closed off and then you realize fuck i'm overwhelmed here everything's getting too much i need to push everything away, shut everything down and just like be be alone or be uh be, have as little as things that is distracting or detracting from you if you know what i mean a lot of people work about that way like quitting jobs moving away pushing people away unfriending people close themselves off in the world because they're thinking if i get rid of as many people as many distractions as many things as humanly possible hopefully this overwhelm will go whereas it probably should be the opposite where your inner circle you should be dragging them actually closer to help you not feel overwhelmed because the other version is, you no. Know, do you ever want to feel underwhelmed? No, think about it that way. Do you ever want to go into life and go, this is kind of shit, like, you know, do you, do you ever want, no, does anybody ever want that? Do you ever want the, the underwhelming life? That you're just yeah. like, fuck, there's bound to be more to this than this crap. No, what? Yeah. you get up in the morning, you're like, yeah, fuck, it's another day. You're going into a job you don't like, you know, you're eating a lunch that you don't even want to really eat and you're just everything's just so underwhelming no one no overwhelmed being overwhelmed and you know but that's sometimes life gets fast you know sometimes life does get fast and get this bit out of control and feels like you're losing like you're losing a grip on it but majority of the time it's as we call it it's like a funk i find a lot of time when people get overwhelmed it's a funk like i felt a bit overwhelmed a couple of weeks ago but then again, when I when I sat down and I unpacked it all, I'm like, you have like seven events in ten days, and I'm touring a DJ from Australia at the same time. Like it's if I wasn't overwhelmed, I would have it would have been an issue, you know. But I just had to unpack it and like and like maybe like just like put, put the head down. It didn't go complete ghost mode. Because I can't go ghost mode, but I had to just like go here, right? So I need to do this, need to do this, need to prioritize this, need to prioritize that. But I got it done. Um, but I think a lot of people they do they just close off, and I know, like you've probably noticed it a lot with your clients. Like you, like you'll get a client sometimes will nearly ghost you. Yeah. Uh- I find it's because you haven't actually built with overwhelm any thought processes or habits or rituals to reset you. So yeah. what you want to do is, uh, this is probably the best way in my opinion now, I think every individual is different, but what you need is you need a feel safe. So for example, if there's an emergency in your work and you hit the, like for example, you hit the fire alarm, what happens? Everybody knows. Yeah. Single file, walk outside, meet at the fire assembly point. It's a, it's a process to a problem. It's the same with overwhelm. The problem is most people actually don't know how to deal or, or overcome the problem. So for me, I'll give you what I do whenever I'm overwhelmed. And everybody will know this because I said a thousand times. 
when I am stressed, I am overwhelmed. Shit is going wrong for me. I immediately go into my kitchen. I flick on the kettle. I make a cup of tea, take off my shoes, and I go outside the front of my house or the back of my house. My phone stays inside, and I sit and have a cup of tea with my feet and ass on the fucking ground. Doesn't matter if it's a little bit wet or whatever it is. I'll just change, and usually I'll be barefoot. And now if it's fucking last, grounded. Like, I'll maybe I'll maybe sit in a different room or something, but. Nine times out of ten, it's not usually soaking or I can set something down. And I'll just sit there and, yes, ground to an extent people say this. But for me, it's just somewhere that every time shit goes wrong or I can't think straight or I'm not sure what the fuck to do. Yeah. I, I don't find that going and watching tally and distract me. I just find... Or going to your bed isn't the answer. No, like that, that that's, a, that's a place to sleep and rest. Don't be bringing yeah. stress in there. Or, versus I love, like... It sounds really odd, but like I, I just focus on a little bit of breathing. It's not meditation, just a little bit of breathing. Yeah. Sit with my thoughts. It, it, see if you can't shake whatever's overwhelming you. Just be there of it. Don't don't go for the next fifteen minutes where you have a fucking cup of tea. Go. I'm just gonna let my let let this feeling come over me. I'm not gonna try and solve it, and just see what happens. And nine times out of ten, see by the time I I I finish my cup of tea. I might not have solved the problem, but I definitely am in a better headspace to then go solve it. And nine times, and a lot of the time, that usually I will get an answer even during that period where I'm trying to mellow out. Because, so like I said, like whenever you're 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 fight or flight, like you were saying, when you're high blood pressure, you're high heart rate, you're overwhelmed. You yeah. can't make a decision. You make your best decisions when you're calm. This is the reason why. See, when somebody asks you for advice, you're really fucking good at giving advice because you're not in the problem because you're calm, you're relaxed. It's just like whenever I have a client or I have somebody that's fucking up or there's something wrong and I go, if I came to you with the same problem, what would you tell me? Yeah. And they have no problem. Two months later, boom, advice rolled off the tongue. You normally know the answers. Like everybody knows the answers. Yeah. It's Uh, getting through the clouds and getting through the mist and the fog in your head and being rational instead of, you know, mad thoughts. Like I think... I, like a lot of people like a lot of people do do a lot of self-development now but I also think a lot of people talk about doing self-development but ne- like they read the books they listen to the podcasts they follow a bit of the advice but do they actually really do it and really practice it like I've noticed this so much lately like people like going oh, I do this I do that I do this and I'm sitting going in my head it's clearly not working but yeah uh, but I also know the person going, you're not really doing it. You've read the book. No, they have read the book, but you're not, you're not practicing. Like I try to meditate. I cannot meditate. I'm getting slightly better. Uh, Like I can be, but meditate. But I would never say to someone I meditate for the simple reason. I know that when I meditate, it takes, if I say I'm going to meditate for 10 minutes, I probably get 90 seconds to two minutes of good meditation. The rest of it is absolute shite. It's noise. It's it's uh, thoughts in my head. Can't get everything out. Can't totally get down. No, I started, when I started meditating, I was about 10 seconds of clear thought. And it's something you work on. But I also know that a lot of other people would have given up on that by now because it's it's, it feels really point. Like I, I'm not. I totally admit the ten minutes feels absolutely pointless to me, but it's getting better. Yeah, it's, it's skill. It's repetition. Like I'm probably the only person in the world when they're meditating says that goes fuck's sake because yeah. it's going and then all of a sudden 
bang did I remember to tell the graphic designer to do this and you're like ah oh, for fuck's sake and the wee music and all go in the background and, go, dee, 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 dee. and I'm going Jesus Christ I'm going to have to go here <laughs> yeah I, I rate that idea that people are really keen on saying they're doing self-development and I think anybody can buy a self-development book uh, yeah but like how I've been doing it and I said it to you before in like a journal like do you know what I like I asked myself in the journal and it's not negative see where anybody goes mm, self-development is going where am I really fucking good and where am I really fucking shit yeah. like my, my probing question this week was how am I a cunt and like that sounds like Jimmy really negative but it's just it's just a case of like going Joe oh, oh right how, how are ourselves or are you asking people yeah, in your yeah, daily mail how are you how's Tony McAlevia Dick so like for example is it something as simple as going right I haven't been spending time with somebody you know yeah. I've neglected this I am um, maybe not as nice to other people or so you know there's uh, maybe just so doing something that's uh, taking advantage of somebody you know making you know, asking yourself this and sit there with it mull it over and go do you know what I can do better with that and then that is where you then implement a strategy or you do something to improve it and you go right well how can I do that do you know how do I actually go about making that better and then actually do that's self-development see reading a book and having the knowledge it's just like you going well I know a calorie deficit makes me lose body fat yeah but if you're still a fat fuck yeah you've got all the knowledge but you're not you're not implementing anything so you're not going to change just like your mindset if you have all the knowledge about self-development yeah. meditation journaling all this overwhelmed stuff but you can't sit with pen and paper and make out a plan how to become a better fucking human being that is absolutely fucking pointless like it makes yeah it, it's it's absolutely no sense it's 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 yeah you can have all the you can have all the knowledge in the world but if you don't put in the practice like i sort of think a lot of people if they're listening to this now i would say if you're listening to this now you know you're probably into self-development slightly or you could be whole hog in it but you gotta ask yourself after reading the books after listening to podcasts are you actually practicing the things or are you just talking about practicing the things because yeah. the more people that actually practice things the better things people better t things will get simply it will always get better you know if you decide you want to be better at something and put in the hard time you will get better at it you know it's you want to learn language you put in the hours you will get better there was a good one i listened to earlier or last night it was like everybody wants the easy life now they strive for the easy life but all the best things in life aren't easy you think about it going to the gym is hard you know learning new skills is hard you know it get going on a diet to get ripped to shit is hard so why why are we all striving for like the easiest life when we know that when we bring things into our life that's slightly hard is making our, us better people like challenges are set up in a way to challenge you to make you better they're not set up to break you and i think that's the mindset of a lot of people now is when there's a wee bump in the road it's the end of the road instead of being fuck here we go let's go it's go time i i love the the quote that reflects that or well the the speech i've heard is i asked god for strength god gave me difficulties to make me strong was that jordan peterson I have no clue where the fuck that came from. I heard it a long time ago. Because Jordan Peterson was talking about the challenges. He was, must have been chatting to Rogan about it's, it. But I think, I think he, was, he quoted somebody else. I think it's a Roman or it, it could be like Marcus Aurelius or something. But in other words, Joe, I asked for strength. I got difficulties and challenges to make me strong. So in other words, you got 
the shit to make you where you want to go but the problem is most people want the outcome and not the process it's just like everything and yeah. it's like it's a case of joe you want to be independent but you don't want to be left alone to build the skills to become independent so yeah. it's one of the things where like everybody will know this whenever you move away or you move out and you have to learn how to you know, cook do that and wash yeah but the thing is it, i see whenever i go away for three or four months it's just like i repeat the process but you, you can know? do that like it, it was it was just you know people might have looked at you and goes tony lives at home but you lived at home for a real for a reason like you could have moved out at any time but well, you you had an I, agreement with your parents like you you got me, it's, you it's, got your parents to cook your food but you paid them to cook it because you're like well they may as well do it you know you and now now they don't even now it's just for me as a case of like well because i'm floating in and out so much it's one of the things where that's one of the reasons why i was viewing a house it was like probably need to buy something that whenever i come back i'm not you know 29 going popping back in for a month or two Aye. but at the same time it's very difficult to turn around and go well i'm probably going to be in dubai four months a year spain three months a year so i'm paying for this big house for three months of the year so it's 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 a balancing game as well in that sense because you yeah. have to go well what actually makes sense versus what looks good and when you look at that like paying say for example i bought that four bedroom big house 1200 pound there i'm in that four months a year right so that's five thousand pound of that mortgage makes sense the other 15 16 grand no is just it, it pays for the other rest of the year the rent elsewhere so it's one of the things where that society norms getting from you that's where people are coming home now like i was talking to somebody and they're coming home from australia and they're saying joe they feel a little bit off kilter they're like joe i'm coming back i'm not fully sure joe i'm maybe gonna have to move back in my parents for a little bit and i goes who cares who cares and she goes but like joe i'm starting to and i was like doesn't matter it's like a, it's one of the things where i've had this with males i've had this with females joe businesses feel relationships of six seven years it's it's all just this expectation of where you should be when you should be there yeah and it, it overwhelms people massively but i do like that like uh, where you, what you're saying about the per- i really rate that personal development thing because i've definitely been guilty of that like where i'm like oh, i've read this book and don't get me wrong you do need the knowledge to move forward but i would definitely have been somebody who was guilty versus now when i need to do ser- personal development i know where i'm being a ball bag of my life so what i do is i write down a pen and paper what it is yeah how i can maybe go about fixing it and nine times out of ten people will use the excuse of like I oh just the time got away well then you need to actually write down well where the fuck are you going to make the time like for example if like I've as I was saying on the podcast before I probably wasn't spending enough time my ones wasn't spending enough downtime so I can't continue to push business at the same rate I can't if I want to fix that I need to go well I need to pull some time away from work yeah but then how many many people has read the four hour work week and still and still work on themselves to the bone every single week and changes nothing or how many people has read or listened to the subtle art of not giving a fuck i was just and still give every fuck in the world you know what i mean exactly you know like we we are all probably we're all guilty of it some way like i've read a a few books and i've never implemented anything i'm not saying implement no everything that someone says but if you take golden nuggets even the wee golden nuggets from here and you implement even a wee the tiniest bit of anything you know stuff stuff does get better and it gets slightly easier and then you you set off in your next challenge i want to fix this and want to fix that you know you you do an audit on yourself and you see where things are going wrong that's another thing i think people are afraid of is 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 actually acknowledging that shit isn't right in their their own life you're very quick to acknowledge shit isn't right in other people's life but we're very slow to acknowledge that sometimes 
sometimes shit isn't right in even the most perfect looking houses you know people look into people's houses and go you have everything you have you have everything i want that's that's not always the reality you know people can put on a facade you can put on a smiley face people could be hurting you don't know but if you, you you're quick to judge other people then actually look at your own problems i would i would have been the same years and years ago i would never have identified one single issue i had in anything in life but now i can identify mine super fast because it's something i pumped hours upon hours upon hours into doing to be very self-aware to be very aware of my own skin my own body like i can feel illness coming on at a very 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 early stage because before i would have just closed everything up like people have said to me oh you're dosed with the cold and i went jeez so huh i didn't, wouldn't even have known like my nose was wrong it was that numb to the world and numb to life that it just closed off everything personal development is personal it's not for yeah a book to tell you everything you need to do now you can get inspired and all don't get me wrong i've read a fucking ton but i'd say the last year i've read zero books and everybody will say Oh, that's very important. I think reading really, really helps. I do. I'm not, yeah. like to make you a more intelligent human being. But the number one thing that's going to make you a better person has got to be implementation. I just want to be, be a better person. <laughs> take, yeah, actually taking action. It's all well and good knowing that you shouldn't leave a plate in the sink for somebody else to clean. Yeah. But it's very fucking different cleaning that and then cleaning theirs as well and not, not hold like it's holding it like against them. Things. Yeah. Ex- or holding it in your head that you're doing more. Because the thing is, people get this one-sided view of themselves where they're like, well, that person's being mean to me. But for all you know, you could have pissed them off three days ago, something you done that was so insignificant to you, but it pissed them off. It, it's it's one of these things where I do think that you, you have to really look inside. And the problem with that is you can't do personal development because if I actually, if I, do you ever hold paper too close to your fucking eyes? You can't read. Yeah. The reason you have to hold a fucking book. Yeah. a good bit back to read it. You can't read whenever you're there in the process with a book fucking one inch from your eye. You have to take a bird's eye view, you read what's in front of you, and then you make a game plan. It's just like, it, it, it's it's one of them things where you have to play a strategic game here because I do feel like, and this is me being straight, your life is going to come down to moments and it's not going to come down to the big moments. It's going to be yeah. the small moments. Yeah. And you're going to look back and you're going to go, I could have been a better fucking human being and don't get me wrong i don't dwell on your past yeah you shouldn't but you should be taking it as a lesson yeah take note there's lessons to move and prove from it's like one of the things like i was saying before like if your girlfriend cheated on you or she left you or your boyfriend did like you can dwell on that all you want or you can go yeah, yeah maybe you know maybe they maybe i was a prick or maybe they were a prick or you know they cheated on me or whatever it was but there is lessons from that for you to then move and improve on and maybe you've done something you shouldn't have maybe you didn't treat them right maybe you cheated on them maybe you done anything wrong yeah, maybe it's that just timing def- maybe there was nothing wrong it's just time it doesn't doesn't define you then yeah. you, you you go personal development time where can i improve from right well like you're not gonna if you turn around and go no nah, i'm pretty fucking good you're a ball bag you're yeah. the biggest ball bag ever if you don't feel you have something to work on because everybody's got something to work on like yeah. whether it's get up a little bit earlier or help help somebody out do a bit of charity work, whatever it is that you can become and i guarantee you whenever you become a better person not just chasing money or followers or you'll notice you get a lot more fulfillment and content see where i've been like helping my ones around the house or yeah. do even just See, see, to be honest, even sitting and properly listening to somebody talk, yeah, 
that that is that is what we're all about connection here it's not about that and that can make somebody's day that can help improve the quality of that person's life and yours and it's not just give you'll you'll get back you always get more when you give and it's one of the things i think people forget that yeah like when's the last time people actually asked someone that like reached out to someone go how are you instead of it just being a throwaway phrase like actually asking how are you like how are you I doing do that all the time now yeah I, I, whenever i ask somebody i go how are you and then when the answer i go how are you really though yeah yeah because people just go i grant yeah yeah exactly. okay fine like shot. the word fine is never fine the word okay is never okay someone says okay that means it's not good no oh it's grand i'm grand i actually know yourself like that's not that's the like that's the way the cut the cover-up you know when, but when is the last time someone's actually you know or you've reached out to a friend and went here how's it going or you or you reached out to them to say you know what haven't been chatting in a while but fuck you're killing it or fair play or you're doing so good or you're looking well you know when's the it's last time things. like people do like you see people on social media doing it they do it in the comment section of people's stuff and i'm not saying that's that's a wrong thing or right thing but Fuck, it does fuck all when is the last time you actually text a mate a friend and go or text someone and go here you know what i've just seen on your facebook you know what fair fucking play to you you know that's taking that's showing them that you're you're giving them a minute of your time or you're you no know, you're going off one platform you're going on another because you want to make it more personal a lot of people now are just like they're so self-obsessed and wrapped up in their own life and watching other people's lives and getting letting that annoy them that they're losing like all their goodness i find that people a lot of people around lockdown like there's a goodness about like people got like like actually a goodness and but now life's gotten away again and life's dragging people down where like i've years ago like i've i kind of made a like a a, like a, a challenge with myself or a bet with myself or just something i just said i always had this mantras if enough people believe in the same thing they can change the world so i've always said to myself if enough good people believe in something that's worthwhile and good they can change they can change their lives they can change other people's lives around them like i'll always play it forward for people or pay it forward for people i'll always help up and coming people because when i was coming up no one would help me so i'm i'm sitting there like i take text messages almost daily from young djs and singers going oh how do you how could you do this how could that and i will sit and go here i've no time to get back to you now but i promise you now i will get back to you like most of these people i will never have met them and i probably will never meet them in my life but i will still give them the 10 minutes that i wished someone would have gave me when i asked them That's there was one coaching. there was one guy who i sent an email to yeah, he, he, don't, he won't even remember us and I keep thinking I'm going to send the email I'm going to send him this email I sent him an email and I was like straight up I was like you're doing what I want to do how can I do what you're doing and a day later he sent me back I would say a 400 word email big long email still having him emails and I know the guy now personally and I bet you he doesn't remember sending that email because he's he's probably sent it to more than one person. And now me and him would be on the same level, 
and I'm one of his biggest fans and he's probably one of my biggest fans but he'll never remember that email because that's the sort of good guy he is and it's probably the same as I have guys that reach out to me there's a wee guy in the south that's doing really well now like really well worldwide and I remember when he used to text me when I was playing like in the skill and going oh lad I might drive up down the skill and to see you play is it okay and at this stage he's probably only 17 I'd be like yeah sweet I'll get you in I'll get you in and he used to come up like and watch me DJ and now he's I think like last week he was playing in Argentina you know it's one of those things where you know you have to like in my opinion like people aren't trying to like it's just like coaches coming to you Tony they're not trying to take money out of your pocket you know that you're coaching coaches because you're not going to want to coach when you're 40 but if your methodology and your your the image of you coaching can live on that's what that's what you kind of want isn't it like you know you don't want for you the day you go i'm coaching no more clients to everybody just forget about who you are but then they can go oh that's one that was one of tony's boys you know what i mean and then the next thing down it's like people talk about phil lerney's guys in the game now and oh, no, see, I think for me, like legacy and all that is never, it's never really a driving factor for me. Like, I, but it's a, I legacy know. isn't about, isn't for us, legacy is about for our families. Yeah, but I don't know, it's just one of them things that I never really get. I don't know, I'd be lying if I turned around you now and I said, like, that spiral up for me. The one thing that I want to say though, that actually really connected with me there was when you said about like one thing can change the world. I know rightly loads of people will turn around and say, oh, better are you fairy? Because the first thing I thought there was, oh, I don't know. And then I was like, do you know what's a really good example of that though is racism was very, very fucking common and yeah. person by person that had to get stamped out. And now if you said anything derogatory about most races, usually somebody will have the balls to turn around and say it like, yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, I'm not going to say what group or what was, but somebody said something and it was not on. And I just remember turning around and being like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, that's not fucking on. Yeah. And I just remember it was at a dinner table. It was at a, it, and it, 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 you could see the other people's like, you could see half them like agreed. And then half them were like, you probably shouldn't even bother saying it. And I was just like, I know I've changed the tone, but I was like, that should not be stood for with anybody I'm with. I was just like, I wouldn't like somebody to hear that where and me in the company. So I can't I I was like it eats at me. So I remember I got in a full scale argument then after it. It was a nightmare it ruined the but evening. Like, and I, I yeah. it, it it really fried me for it. But the thing is, now looking back on that, I think even just like I know that's an odd thing, but then now that doesn't I, I still would bump into them and I know we hung around for ages after that and it never really happened again then. So yeah. like as much as that's a bit of it's better because if somebody heard that that, that affected their head or something it's it's worth me taking a bit of aggro for that and then Drew, these are things that build you as a person doing the right thing as you said uh, but but let's say like Colin Kilpatrick or whatever his name is took the knee he was the one guy who took the knee and the spiral effect of that for anyone that doesn't know that is the NFL player NFL player the, the, the quarterback took the knee and the spiral effect of that because that one, that one person, yeah, and then even uh, your lady who sat on the bus, who wouldn't get off the bus. Those they took stands. Everything starts with one person, and then that just needs one or two more people to believe in them, and that's when things change. You know, some of the best ideas in the world are out there that people haven't, you know, had belief in someone. Like imagine the first time someone said, 
I have an idea, guys. I'm going to build this big metal bird. We're going to fly across all the oceans in the world. <laughs> and then, like, well, how are you going to get that far? Like, people can't paddle. Paddle that far. It'll be cold. And they go, no, we'll sort that out. We'll build engines. Now, imagine that guy in that room. They'd be laughing. You know, at all. Like, I, I'm just a firm believer in if enough people care about a singular thing, that singular thing will happen. You have to, everybody has to buy into it. It's like when you t- you talk to your clients, like a lot of people come to, like imagine people come to you go, I want to get fit, I want to get whatever, I want to get big. But do you really? You know, do you really? Like, that's why, you know, that's why, you know, not everybody succeeds in everything because do you really want it? No, at the end of the day, do you really, really want it? And it's okay for days to go, fuck, I can't be ours today. That's grand. But in the grand scheme of things, the amount of people that want something but don't really, really want it is crazy. Like, like I've been there. Like, I've, I've, I've trained with people before and I wanted things, but then I was like, you know what? I really don't. I can't be fucking arsed at the minute. <laughs> you know? Like, everybody's been there. Yeah, different. It's 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 a fucking heavy one. We could we could go on I about this we, all day and swings and roundabouts, but we have to get down to the nitty gritty of the Christmas party stroke live podcast. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, well we'll need to get that on the move. Well, I we'll need to get the only gonna, day that I can't do in December is the tenth, and apart from that, I'm free. So we'll get it sorted. Location is confirmed. Notorious Pizza Marfelt. The date we'll chat to the guys about a date. Neil Collins will be doing some music. There'll be the decks. I'll get will be Paul out. up to video it then. Paul will be up to video it. Um. We probably have to get Paul Hughes as a local guy, new world champion, as a guest. Oh, he'd be a great person to come on. Because uh, he lives down the road, not far at all. So we'll get Paul on and we'll probably line up another guest or two. Keep them in. We'll bring them in quick, fast, like we 15 minute blips. It'll be good. It's, it's starting to take, uh, starting to take I'd shape. I'd say you could do a two hour special, 20 minute pops. We could. We could. Um, it need to be an hour, an hour, 20 minute break, and then another hour try and get rotations of two to three guests in yeah. an hour. Half an hour of each maybe and do four guests or something. That'll be it. Sounds and then a half an hour segment of me and you, sir. Me and us just, us just ripping. You're going to wear a Christmas jumper? We are. We're gonna, you know what we'll do? We didn't do our bake-off two years ago. You know what we're going to so, do? We're going to do a pizza-off. Oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who can create the like better pizza? pizza. Huh? I'd like to make my own pizza. <laughs> the boys are listening. Tony wants a we part timer. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking eight hours a week. <laughs> He's looking out Thursday shift. Don't put him at the weekends. Too busy. No fuck. That. Right. On that note. On that note, we're going to shoot night. on. Keep uh, sharing, liking, reviewing, and send us your send us your questions. We might do the anonymous questions again next week. A few boys were asking to bring it back. There's, I think there's a couple of boys holding their tongues. <laughs> Right, let's put it. We'll put it up for next week. We'll put up the anonymous and make sure you give us a wee share. Don't be dirty now. Don't be dirty. Give us a share. Good luck. Goodbye.